0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bart Reed's player questions. profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy.
1: Bart what up, Bart? Hey, Bart and I can talk hey. for a while if you want. Can, <laughs> you, know, if you want to do that. Bart, Randy's How's it got going? Big, Randy's got slim chickens in front of him. If you and I'd like to converse oh. for a while, you know, it's okay. We'll make it easy would no, I, I would, invite, I would
0: invite you to sample, but it's just too far for you to drive. I don't want to put <laughs> you under that kind of strain. <laughs> so,
2: Hey, I think I can make it for that.
0: For that, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple of questions for you right off the bat, as usual. Okay. Uh, from our Asher Record Service company, Life feed and Feedback, Darren says, what are the keys to the basketball game to get to the second round? How do we match up versus – Illinois?
2: Well, I don't know what what your guys' take is on it, but these are two teams that mirror each other. They're extremely close. When you look at the stats, it's almost just carbon copies of each other from offensive rebounds down to assists to turnovers. So if you break the game down, it really comes, I I think, three factors, but I'll throw in four because you have to throw in free throws. Turnovers. Illinois lives off turnovers, and we have a tendency, as Rick has well noted, that we make some of the most careless decisions with the basketball throughout the year this has been a consistent theme with this team so whoever wins the turnover battle is more than likely going to be the winner of the game three-point shooting is another key illinois shoots a lot of them but they don't make a lot but they use it as a weapon because they spread everything out you're going to see five guys outside the three-point line most of the time and their losses from the three-point line they have shot below 30 percent or right at 30 percent so if we can hold them To that number, I think that's kind of a magic number for us. And, guys, the offensive drought. Both of these teams go long periods of time without scoring. So when you look at Illinois' last loss, I think they had four field goals in the last 11 minutes. These are very similar to what Arkansas has done in stretches. So whoever has the most field goals in the last eight to nine minutes of the basketball game. Look through the last eight or nine minutes, and that's probably going to tell the winner of the game and finally free throws. They take a lot of free throws, get to the free throw line. They don't shoot it particularly well, but they do draw contact. Terrence Shannon will be the toughest matchup that Arkansas has seen all year. He is six-six and he's left-handed. And he's extremely hard to guard. He can shoot it. He's first team, all Big Ten. And that certainly is a matchup you have to watch because he will get to the free throw line and, and sometimes take eight to ten free throws a game.
1: Wow, now, Bart, that's pretty lofty, uh pretty lofty comment when you figure Arkansas has played in the SEC, they've played the number one seed in Alabama, and you're saying he's yep. the
2: toughest matchup they'll
1: have all year?
2: Uh, the individual matchup. So, I, so Rick, I think this. The, 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 the SEC got eight teams in this year. Yeah. So did the Big Ten. So those, I think, are the two toughest conferences. Everybody else doesn't have near that many teams. So from a team perspective, no. I think, obviously, Alabama and Tennessee represent the best teams and certainly Baylor in that mix. But the best individual player, hard to guard, is going to be this guy, mm-hmm. Aaron Shannon Jr., first team All-Big Ten. He presents a lot of problems. I saw Coach Musselman's comment, he can get to the rim. He can shoot it. They set a lot of ball screens for him. He rebounds for a guard. He will be the most aggressive rebounder that we've seen, certainly this season, which means he gets his hands on the ball a lot. And I assume Evo Davis, would have that matchup, and thank goodness left-handed players tend to do really well in the SEC tournament, left-hand guards specifically. It's good that we have a left-hander to match up with him because I think that is the key matchup of the day.
1: Now, That's the same guy that got 20 on Arkansas a couple years ago, right, yes. playing at Texas Tech? Yeah,
2: Texas Tech. He is a, that's right, Rick. Texas Tech transfer got 20. And, in fact, their second best score is Matt Mayer, who got seven and three, um for Baylor in the Elite Eight last year. So those two guys have about 16 games of NCAA tournament experience, and that's an area where we're seeing. So this is an experienced team. It's more of a veteran-type team. So this guy's already knows Arkansas Demo on defense, and as you said, he's got 20 on us last year.
1: Well, that's why I look at this team and I thought, gosh, if you could keep them together two or three years, it'd make such a big difference. You know, Arkansas's best NCAA tournament teams were were groups that had been together for more than a year. Uh, Nolan's yeah. national championship team, Sutton's Final Four team, you know, even it, well, all of Nolan's Final Four teams had all been together for at least it was at least their second year together. That that's it's it's tough that we're never going to see that again, isn't it?
2: It is tough because you can't – even the five stars that have been through all the hype, Rick Randy, they've never seen anything like the NCAA tournament. This is a stage that can't be replicated unless you've been there. So they're going to be nervous, and certainly if you have experience, it will help go a long way because this is is unfamiliar territory even for them. So you're right, Rick, if we could somehow keep them together, but – With them moving the rule back where high school can go to the pros now, I think this is going to be the trend. It's going to be one and done for a lot of these top-level players, and people are going to make choices. Do we go with a three- to four-year program guy, or do we go with the five-star knowing they could be gone in a year?
0: I think one of the other unique aspects about the NCAA tournament, and I forget who alluded to this, but it doesn't matter, but I think it was Devo Davis. Who made the statement today? He was so excited about playing someone else than besides the SEC. That's what, you know, all they've been seeing, except for that one break back in January when they played in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. I would think, Bart, for a guy like Ricky Council, this is kind of like a breath of fresh air because the SEC had so much time uh, to prepare for Ricky. And you might find a couple other players that would fit that same bill that uh, it's an opportunity now to kind of be free, if you will, and uh, get a chance to go back to the things they did so well up until they kind of hit a wall in the SEC.
2: Yeah, great point, Randy, because it is. You get so much time to prepare in in regular season play. And these guys have got assistants where – they're breaking down the next opponent even while they're preparing for the current opponent. So they're, they're always three steps ahead. They know your tendency better. Sometimes, guys, let's be honest, better than you know your own tendency. Mm-hmm. That's how great the scouting reports are. So certainly this is tailor-made for um, a group, a younger group like this. And listen, we need Ricky Council to, to pick up his scoring and get where he was about January that right. would be, or December, that would be a big boom for this team. Certainly, we could use him being around that 19- to 20-point range. I think that would be big for the Arkansas Razorbacks.
0: You more or less, well, let me get to Hoggy style. He says, I think the Hogs will make it to the final four. It'll be like the movie The Matrix when the game slows down. Go Hogs. Randy gets some of those good gummies. I did finally get some of those. Good gummies, they are really good for helping me get to sleep. I don't know if that's what their actual intent is for, but uh, man, they are. Uh, thank you, Hoggy, for making that suggestion. I've, I've tried them and uh, I like them. Um,
2: he's thinking Hoggy's thinking Final Four. Hey, they have a that, listen. They have a great shot. Guards win tournament games. I keep saying it like a brother. Guards win tournament games. There, there is no better guard tandem or threesome, whatever we've got in the backcourt, no matter how you play especially with Devo Davis factoring in that as the Arkansas Razorbacks. Kansas, to me, although people will say that they're the number one overall seed, I don't see them that way. I think probably if you were to look at them, they could be the most vulnerable team, vulnerable one seed in the tournament. So I don't think Arkansas is losing its sleep about its spot, and it could very easily make another run. Very good. They buddy. have to play well.
0: All right, Bart, hang on. We've got to step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills, thanks to Hoop 5. Bart uh-huh. Reed's uh-huh. player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy. All right, Bart, it is now time for our Hoop 5 male-female performers of the
2: week. Well I think this was an easy one, guys. Going to the state tournament. Landron Blocker, Little Rock Christian, in a highly touted matchup against number what some people would consider, would you not say Randy, number one overall Blaville. Yes. Um absolutely just dominated this season, and Landron Blocker had thirty five points, shot over sixty percent from the field, had eight rebounds, Three assists, just played a complete basketball game. Helps out, and 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 on the defensive end as well. Played extremely great defense. Got to the rim, and he is extremely explosive. He's a 2024, so he's six six, and he's got offers a ton of mid major offers, but has offers from Memphis, uh, Old Miss, Mississippi State. So certainly, this is a guy that has Power Five written all over him. But Landron Blocker, brother of Layton Blocker, soon to be Arkansas Razorback. Landry in 2024, 20, 6'6 from Little Rock Christian. 35 he, He's a baller. That was he can
0: super play. impressive what he accomplished in that championship game. And our female performer of the week.
2: Well, you got to give it to Miss Jenna Lawrence, who plays for Farmington. and is Nashville. This is a great game to watch. Nashville is going for back to back state championships. And Jenna Lawrence, the Razorback signee, she's a 2023, 20, 6 three, had fifteen points and nine rebounds. But against that pressure to get the ball across half court because Nashville pressed so much, she was the key in handling the pressure. She would be right at half court. They would get it to her. She would dribble to get two three point shots. She came up big in a very big game for Farmington to get over the hump in the four a girl. Jenna Lawrence, twenty three, uh twenty twenty three, she's ranked nationally on ESPN number sixty one. She's 6'3", and she's inside out. She played guard forward even on the next level for Arkansas. She had 15 points, nine rebounds, and was the MVP of the 4A Girls State Championship.
0: Very fluid. First thing I think of with her, very fluid. It, uh, yeah. Makes everything look easy. Um, she's she done. All right, Bart, here is uh, some more questions for you. Let's see. I think we did that one already. Um, you kind of sent my answer this one. I think you did. Uh, will Thanks. says, what are the key matchups? Who guards Shannon?
2: Okay, well, Devo Davis is going to guard Shannon. And I, I want to give you an off-the-radar awesome matchup. Uh, Brad Underwood, the coach at Illinois, and Eric Musselman have a lot of parallels. This will be three straight NCAA tournaments for both of them. They both kind of brought programs that have fallen for national prominence. Really back to a national level of respectability. Illinois has been extremely good for three years. This is going to be a battle of the coaches and mid-game adjustments. So I want people to watch at halftime, too, how the two-team adjust. But certainly, Parent Shannon is going to be matched matchup with Devo Davis. six, Devo is a long six five, six six. So I certainly think this will be a matchup to watch. Two left-handers who obviously will kind of know each other's tendencies a little bit. I Picture Debo's going to try to take left away. That's, that's the key matchup. If we can take left away, force him right, which he can play right, it will be a good day for the Arkansas Razorbacks. But we need to keep them below 22 points. I think that's the magic number. Anything above that, we're in the danger zone.
1: Wow. Even 22, that's a lot of points for somebody. You're sitting there yeah. thinking if any Razorback scores 22, you'd probably be pretty happy with that.
2: Yeah, well, they have a lot of balance in their starting lineup. They almost have four guys double digits. They've got two guys that are 9.7, 9.6. So there is some balance in that offense, but he has the ball in his hands a lot, a lot. So I, I think he's going to get his points. I don't think there's anything going to stop him, but it's whether we kind of keep him contained.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um. Another question for you.
1: Um by the way, before you ask that question, if Devo Davis was listening to our program right now saying if you could hold him to twenty two points, he would have steam coming out of his ears. He's thinking he says sure. he's thinking, Man, I'm twenty two, are you kidding? <laughs> that's what that's what Devo would think. You're we're being i know we can talk about it, but that's what he would think.
2: Yeah. For sure. Well, if you think about this, so we averaged 17, right under 18 a game in, in the Big Ten. And we just talked about how scouting reports and everybody knows each other's tendencies. They really struggled offensively the first – after the first two games, they struggled. They went through first where they could not score. And so that picked up towards the end of the year. But, guys, they limped into the NCAA tournament. They have lost three of the last four. Their only win came against Michigan State in double overtime. So they have struggled mightily. I think what is we can gauge from that is he's going to get points. Debo can lock down, and he's a great defender. And I think Debo can keep him below 12, right at 12, 14. But a guy that rebounds that well, he is going to crash the glass. It's hard to keep the ball out of his hand enough to really, truly limit that type of scoring. Guys, they're going to have the courts going to be spaced out so wide you can drive a Mack truck through it. So it's a lot to ask Devo on a big stage to, to keep a guy that's scoring 18 to 20 points a game below that.
0: Do they run a lot of isolation?
2: They do. Bart, or they and use a lot, a lot of
0: picks and, and screens? Lot.
2: Yeah, so they do a lot of isolation, and they run a pro-style offense where they'll essentially set a high ball screen or a wing ball screen, and that middle is wide open. And so we're going to have to keep penetration down. And the question gets to be for Coach Musselman: does he help? Does he rotate over, which he's always done? Do we switch the ball screens like they've done in the past? And do we limit the the driving kick and the three-point shots, or do we let other players beat us? That really gets to be a coaching philosophy. But the court is wide open. It's a spread offense, and it is spread. Almost double gaps everywhere on the court.
0: Well, based upon the way they shoot, I think I would double down every opportunity. On yeah. Shannon and let the other guys beat me because they haven't shown that's, that yeah. they are proficient, really, at knocking down field goals, much less three pointers.
2: Yes, and I and I think that's the that's the that what wins the game. I think Arkansas wins the game because they're going to switch those ball screens because you have big guards besides Ebo. You have Nick Smith and Anthony Black who are also excellent, great lockdown defenders. So. I think they can switch. I think they can take the ball out of his hands. And I certainly think he has below his season average. I was just saying, Rick, if you keep him below that number, I don't think they have the weapons around them to make up the difference. I don't see a lot of those role players stepping up on the NCAA tournament. Time.
1: How about Arkansas's offense? I mean, the Razorbacks haven't exactly uh, sprinted into the yep. NCAA themselves.
2: <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely you know this is kind of this is where i say the two teams really parallel each other they we have not played extremely well during, i think the key that you can point to is the teams that we were getting beat by i think were better quality or more quality teams than what they were getting beat by so certainly we have to find our offensive stroke and god we have got to hit free throws we cannot go and shoot 65 or 68% from the free throw line in the NCAA tournament turn the ball over 15 to 16 times a game and come out with a win They have to protect the ball. They have to get to the foul line and be aggressive and drive and finish layup, finish layup, through contact. All
0: right, Bart, I'll be interested to talk with you on Friday as we dissect this game that's about to happen, 3.30 tomorrow. All right, Bart, that is Bart Reed. your sweat basketball skills. Thank you, buddy. Thanks again to Hoop5.